Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Will. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra with host, Miss Shannon. Yes, good morning again. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Financial Health and Wealth Show with our friends from ClearStep Financial. I am Miss Shannon and always enthusiastically uh, and enthusiastically happy to have my friends, (laughs) the mother-daughter team of ClearStep Financial with us, Cassandra and Carla. I was just at an event last night and I want to shout out a couple of people that were at it. I was at a fundraiser for uh, the UNCF, the United Negro College Fund here in Minnesota. It was a wonderful event and I had a few people come up and say they really appreciated our show so I appreciated Mm. them sharing that so everybody that is listening whether you're listening now while you are doing whatever your Sunday morning things are listening to us in the future at your leisure uh, as a podcast we appreciate you we appreciate you appreciate that we were I think this is the season for events and galas and things we were at one for Bria on Friday night Mm -hmm. and there's just so many, yeah, there's so many worthy causes, really great Correct. causes out there. So it's and wonderful. One of the conversations that I was having with one of the people there is just really this um, ability, like this this great amount of gratitude of being able to support something that's important to you like this, Absolutely. regardless of what level it is. So, I mean, there's some people that, hey, I bought this ticket and I'm I'm giving $100 while I'm here. Or if you're giving 1000 or 5000 or ten, whatever it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. it was just wonderful this time of year to see how... Generosity flows yes. through people, yeah. And one of the other things I thought was great, and it'll kind of come back into what we normally do here on the show, and I know we have to get on to our subject matter of our spooky financial trends that are going out there, because <laughs> um, we are right before Halloween as we're I doing know, we always show. do some kind of uh, no, Halloween-themed... Uh, yeah, I love it. So this is a little bit more of the Thanksgiving-style theme that, well, I'll bring it up later, but it did come up last night, because I was talking to a number of the people who were also volunteering at the organization, and I loved the way that they were talking about, hey, I'm here and I'm volunteering, but when I see people who are making these big donations, I'm like, you know, I want to be able to do that. And so they're looking at it as an aspiration, as a goal, as something, instead of going, you know, I would love to be able to be that person in the next few years or whatever time period they had put on it to go, I want to give somebody a ten thousand mm-hmm. dollar scholarship. Yeah. And them manifesting that or, right. or saying that out loud and claiming that as a goal for them. Right. And I thought that was fabulous. And isn't it what you give, you get back right tenfold. Right. And so it was just wonderful. So if you were out there in the midst of gala and fundraiser season, we appreciate you. We appreciate mm-hmm. you anyway, but I understand what you're yeah. doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful. And some people, you know, they feel called to make big sacrifices mm-hmm. and give, you know, more than they're even comfortable. There's just, I think it, it can bring out a lot in us and it can bring yes. out growth and it can do a lot of good. So. And just put yourself in some other shoes. And if you're in a position to help people, that's wonderful. So right. thanks. Thanks to everybody out there who supports whatever it is is really important to them. Absolutely. So we also want to say thank you to all of the My Talkers. And I, I know that you guys really appreciate uh, connecting with the, the folks here that listen to us on the radio station. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope that they are calling you as well and sending us emails and not just talking to me when they write. Maybe, maybe this is more <laughs> of, a th- of a Thanksgiving message absolutely today. yes maybe so we're like we said it was going to be spooky but we're going to bring it all maybe back to not. gratitude yeah <laughs> right. just kidding exactly we're like ah, we thought spooky but we're not really feeling no. it but i mean <laughs> uh, it, it is a matter of how i think in specific uh, 
especially for Clear Stuff Financial, the way that you interact with your partners and your clients and giving them those resources and that information and going, no, if that's what your goal is, we can help you figure out the pathway to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's our focus is to educate and teach about money and finance. And so we want to give people the knowledge, the information to help them make those decisions that they need to make. Right. And before we get into the subject matter, I also want to remind everyone that securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. And the the other thing that I thought was wonderful at that event and, and ties into what you do is that collaborative nature, mm-hmm. you know, where you can say, well, we're not tax advisors or those, but we do know the people to have you talk mm-hmm. to. So if you're going, I don't know where to start or I don't know who really does what? And I think mm-hmm. that happens sometimes in your finances where you're going, I, and I need help with this. Is that an accountant? Is it a CPA? Is it a tax advisor? Is right. it a tax attorney? And you may not know the nuances. You can help unspool that for people right. as well. Right. It's, it is. It's wonderful to overlap and work with uh, other people that can can help in different areas of your financial picture because you want people that really specialize and are good in that area. There's really, I don't know of many people that can can work on all levels, right? And be an expert everywhere. So, right. so to be able to have someone who can help guide you on your retirement planning, to help someone that can guide you on your tax planning, someone that can guide you on your estate planning and so forth, that to have those specialists that really that's their area of expertise that they can give you real specific, great information and guidance and options. I think that is so helpful for people. And we work with those specialists. So we have uh, groups of people that we work with that specialize in those areas that overlap with what we do and to really help people to make those, you know, whatever that fin- those financial goals are, that financial plan for them. Uh, we work with those specialists to be able to make right. sure that all fits together. Mm-hmm. And Medicare, that's a big one right now. Right. It's the season of if you have you know questions or changes. So we have we have Medicare specialists that work with us. If that's a question you have, definitely let us know. We'll get you in touch with one of them. And we have on our website, clearstepfinancial.com, we have the most recent webinar that we just Fabulous. discussed on Social Security and Medicare, and that's posted on our website. So, Or email us, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get that out to you as well. And we'll great, send you the link. A great way to make that first contact, as you said, is go to clearstepfinancial.com. If you'd like to go and set up uh, a complimentary consultation, you can go right there to the My Talk tab. Also, you do have your final webinar of, final the, year. of the year. Time Women is and investing. Yes. I know. That's coming up on Monday, November 13th. So... Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, I know that um, we've had a lot of people register for it already, um, and and we continue to see those trickling in, but anyone else who has an interest, or if there's a special someone in your life that you think would be great to be on the Women in Investing, and it is, it's, it is focused on women because certain statistics lend to, to women and throughout life, but... Um, whether it's longevity or different other areas, but men are welcome to, you know, it's, it's just very good information. I think it's also wonderful that you've been doing this for such a considerable amount of time because the statistics still say that not only do women have to make these additional um just it's just almost inevitable if you look at the numbers mm-hmm. that we're going to have to make some of these decisions ourselves. But there's mm-hmm. also a, still a lot of data that says that women have less of that acumen or believe they have less of that acumen than our male counterparts. So to be able to focus on and go, well, here's the perspective that we you know, you are supposed to be in this space. We can arm you with the tools that that mm-hmm. help you make these wise decisions so that you don't feel like you're out there floundering. That's fantastic. Right. And that's what we're here for, mm-hmm. to to help to help women and men. 
mm-hmm. um, may help them to make some financial decisions to help them again fit in with their financial goals. Uh, but remember, it's interesting because a lot of what we are and who we are today, especially with our finances, has to do with what we did as a child, right? What we talked about at home. And how money and finance, was it more favorable? Was it not? Was it not something you talked about? Was there a lot of emotion behind it? A lot of fear? A lot of, uh, you know, whatever. So that we, we carry we carry forward. And uh, that's why it's so important to work with a financial professional to kind of muddle through all that. Absolutely. And you can, again, sign up for that webinar if you go to clearstepfinancial.com. Just go to the events tab. There's still space. So if people Mm want to register for it. So that's fantastic. So we did say we were going to go over some spooky trends that are out there. (laughs) Which we just say spooky. We're not trying to scare anyone. There's enough fear-based news out there. Absolutely. We're just trying to have fun with Halloween Exactly. Because it is right here. And I, I mean, all my neighbors, they're very more. Uh, into the I don't Halloween decorate and so yeah, I don't I, really I focus either. on Halloween we have pumpkins yeah I have, <laughs> I have mums I have like oh nice <laughs> yeah I didn't even do pumpkins this year but <laughs> there are a lot of things out there and I and the word spooky I think is appropriate because we're not saying terrifying no, trends no we're not saying horrifying trends but it is enough to make you kind of go okay do I have a little bit of a shiver reading that headline is there <laughs> Is there a little bit going on? Did, is something creeping yeah. up around the corner? Is it a spider? Is it something I can take care of? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't make you kind of go, not a oh. catastrophe. Exactly. Yes. But it yes. might be something to pay attention to and get some information on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and shine some light into some of these dark corners with some of these trends. And, and you know, one of the things that you were going to bring up is, is some of the things that are going on with some surveys that Morgan Stanley did, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is a this is the third year now that they have surveyed, and we talked about this last year too, um, and some of the trends. So we're going to pick up on that and give updates. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be a number of I think interesting, you know, again sometimes the trends just change change slightly, but it's interesting to look at them year to year. Mm-hmm. And so they surveyed a thousand adult workers, U.S. workers here, um, and six hundred HR executives. So trying to get kind of the perspective both from like the company down level and the employee up level, just to kind of see where they're views are and sometimes they're right in line sometimes they're a little bit different you know right so right. it's interesting just things to look at right so we're going to go deeper into that also uh unspookify some of the financial trends that are out there in the universe and encourage you to go ahead and get your voice into the room you can call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the financial health and wealth show with clear step financial on my talk 107 Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. You can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword health and wealth. I am Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra and Carla, our mother daughter team from Clear Step Financial. Before we get back into the subject matter, I also want to remind you if you go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk, you can set up that complimentary consultation and also find out about the final webinar of mm-hmm. the season that is coming up on November 13th. So go ahead and get all that information on your website. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Those are always, the webinars are always great. Absolutely. So talking, kind of circling back now to the the survey that Morgan Stanley did, and again, this is in their third year of doing that, is the state of the workplace. And so it's really talking about just looking at that. And I think it's such an interesting topic because it, it, uh, it affects so many of us, right? So many of us, our workplace does. Yes. And, and, and then that trickles into lots of other areas. But I think one of the interesting parts is that it really highlights, we'll talk about some of the specific trends, but it highlights how even employers understand 
that your financial state can impact your work, you know, your work productivity and yes. so forth. And so we'll talk about some things that companies are doing um, because they know that. And whether it's inflation, taxes, whatever, you know, different things that have the market, they know people are stressed financially. Employers do. The HR people, that was very clear in the survey. And so one thing that was interesting about this year is that HR leaders, they really, they know that employees are more honed in on what their benefits are now than ever. Right. And I think, you know, as we talk to people too, most people, they're very sensitive to, they know what their benefits are. Um, but not always, I would say, as we talk to people, maybe not always what is your match, what is some of the nuances, but they, they do know their benefits typically in general. Is the change that we're seeing that people used to be a lot more set it and forget it and not really know the details of what it is that they had in, as far as their benefits package at work? Um, do you know, I, I don't know if that, I don't know, okay. I don't know the answer to that. I okay. guess what I would say is they are... HR people are mm-hmm. sensitive to and probably owners as well that their benefit package could make or break employees' Fair decisions okay. on staying or even going to a company. And so we're, we'll talk about that. There's uh, yes. there's about twenty seven percent of employers said this year they are cutting back their benefits because they're concerned about re- potential recessions, potential mm-hmm. things coming down the pike, and. They know that that could potentially impact their retention in the workplace. Fair and, enough. Pe- and people are out there looking for, you know, if you have to pay for health insurance out of your pocket, that's a that's a that's a big piece. It's a huge expense. Mm-hmm. And if you have right. a family, you're looking at uh, options. So part of what I'm guessing, uh, I didn't read all the study, but that that they're looking for is where can I get benefits from Understandable. for my family and um, how can. I, but I'm I'm seeing more and more people too. That are living off of a pretty good, you know. They look. You, we always say when you budget, look at your look at your um, look at your needs and wants, mm-hmm. right? So, what's a need? A need is paying for your mortgage or your rent or your food, electricity, gas, all that, right? Those are heat those are, these days. Heat, 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 yes, heat. If we turned on the heat, mm-hmm. um, so all those things are the are the needs that we have to pay for just to live comfortably, right? But then you have the wants. Wants are extra things, and what I'm seeing is that people tend to not be as concerned about those wants. Uh, I, I still, you know, people I sit down with, they still see a lot of uh, travel interest and so forth, but not as much of the, um, the the wants. If they have some financial goals, they what they do is they really are looking at ways maybe to minimize the wants, less expenses there, and then they can cut their budget to do the other things that they want to do. Maybe it's savings or right. maybe it's. Uh, you know, paying for different things like cutting like down health on insurance. your debt, it's cutting those things. Yep, yep. Paying. Off I know that in debt. my circle, it's been okay. I'm getting a lot more intentional with my wants. Mm-hmm. Like, which of these wants actually adds up to the best overall impact in mm-hmm. my life? And I'll go, mm-hmm. okay, these this pile of wants. Mm-hmm. I'll do that other pile of wants. Eh, I don't really. But it's care that we it. can make yeah. those decisions. Agreed. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It is, and I think people are. I think a lot of people are doing it out of, we talk about this, out of a place of strength and uh, choice instead yes. of feeling like they don't have a choice and they have to do it. I think people feel good about it, right? That they are moving themselves in a direction they want to go versus I can't have these things and focusing on that. So I think that that's that's something, too, I would say that in general I think is wonderful. Um, a lot of HR people uh, reported that they were asked 
about benefits that the company did not provide. So okay. there's a lot of people asking for things that they're not able to provide to them. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is interesting. Um, so 89% of employees say that they would stick around for the right financial benefit package. Okay. Now, I don't know what that all means. And again, part of it could be salary, right? And of course, mm-hmm. right, if you were offered enough, it would be worth it to stick around. Yes. So I'm sure that's a big part of why people would answer that way. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Understandable. Um, I have a I have a price tag in my head that would be like, this is how much it would cost me to work at you know a, a, a more traditional company again. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely, I can understand why you do that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering where happiness is on this sheet. <laughs> I don't happiness. know. I think some people probably think that their happiness is involved with that stability of whatever that salary and those benefits packages are. Because I know some of my, my happiness is about the stability of making sure that I have uh, quality health care available for my son and doing those things. So maybe that's instead of that, that's it, it's 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 not specifically one of the questions, probably, Carla, but it's in there, hopefully. No, but, yeah. they, but, but the survey did, I mean, they did talk about how they know if people are stressed and mm-hmm. that financial stress is, is one of the major issues. They, they do it. They're addressing that because companies most or nine out of 10 HR executive leaders that were surveyed said that their company has some sort of financial wellness program in place okay. because they know that they, they want to help ease some of that stress for employees. And so that's one of the things, again, with our education focus, mm-hmm. we have a lot of education that we bring into companies a lot of times when we have, when they want it mm-hmm. and they want to offer it, that we can sit down, we can do customized financial planning with employees. Um, we can take, we can work with 401k plans at the company level. We can mm-hmm. help start them when, when companies don't have them and it's never been easier and in the least expensive I've ever seen it to start a 401k. Really? So, okay. Like yeah. any, any, Anyone who wants to start saving in a 401k who's self-employed and who, even if you're a sole proprietor, if you have a couple people, it is so easy nowadays to set up a 401k. So if you have questions about that, let us know. Mm-hmm. Go to clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk and we can walk you through that and help get that going for you. Or if you have a small business, we have simple set plans. There's so all different kinds of plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but really, it's never been easier and mm-hmm. least expensive that I've seen to be able to get one going that's cool and then for all of my solopreneur friends out there and all these things know that hey if i can you know it gives again back to the aspirational side of thing like i would like to get to the point that uh, if i had a couple of people counted as employees that i could do that right instead of from that's fantastic and you used to have to write out a check for several thousand dollars a year to do that and Mm -hmm. that is not the case anymore okay so Mm -hmm. again we and it's a way where you can save a good amount if you want to provide again we're talking about providing benefits for employees keep them around um, and and those are things that that a lot of times are, you know, advantageous that people mm-hmm. they appreciate you having. So understandable. Um, so so that's why I would say if if you have questions, um, if you are an employer or if you're an employee, because I've we've had people that are employees come to us and say, can you talk to my employer? Mm-hmm. We're happy to do that as long as, you know, if they want to have a conversation, we're happy to talk through options with them. Um, so more than 83% of HR leaders said they know that financial issues could impact people's productivity at work, but only 66% of employees said that. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. So, but, but maybe as people, sometimes we, we don't think things impact us as much. We're going into, you know, or you just kind of bottle it up and go, it doesn't bother me. Right. You just, you just make it, make do, right. You just kind of go through and get, get the job done. Right. Mm -hmm. You do what you got to do. Right. Um, but 
but employers are sensitive to that and they and that's why I think it's great that they want to help provide more to ease stress and financial It does seem that they are trying to get in front of it this time and do what they can. If they're going, well, we're not, we can't automatically increase wages, but maybe we can make this a more viable workplace so people can figure out why, how to navigate this. Yep. Since we're not going to pay you more right now for a variety of reasons. Right. Okay. Mental preparation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There we go. So here's a few other interesting statistics that. Um, we'll give one more here before we have to leave, but 66% of employees are scaling back their savings versus 62% last year. So a little more, and we're going to talk about it based on different groups and categories. All right. We would love to also get your voice into the room. Call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with ClearStep Financial here on My Talk 1071. Back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Our friends from ClearStep Financial are with us. And I remind you, you can always go to their their website, clearstepfinancial.com. You can also make sure you go to that My Talk tab. You can set up any complimentary consultations by going there. We also appreciate you being a part of the show. That number is 651-641-1071. So, Cassandra, Carla, I'd love to go to the phones right now. We've had a one of our My Talkers call in. So, Donna, thank you very much for your patience. What is your question for our friends from ClearStep Financial, Donna? Good morning. I wondered if you had any advice on getting themselves out of a timeshare uh, agreement. Mm. Yeah. So, so they have. How long I, have you had it? Actually, not myself, but I have a daughter who's desperately searching for a way to get out of it. She's tried, she said, at least three times. Mm. There are companies that do, uh, that do handle that, Donna, uh, that do handle the timeshare. Uh, I think there are attorneys that, that, that can handle that. I don't know of any particularly. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to remember. I feel like there is one that I knew of, but I can't think of it off the top of my head, Donna. How about but we you, make sure we get your conversation? Yeah, I was going to say, I can try and find the name of, of the one I'm thinking of uh, and get it to you. Because I want. know often you have to sell it like it's a property, I think is what you have to do. And well, I don't, I'm not so saying here's that's what I'll easy. Say. Here's what I'll so. say. I've heard that I, I've heard people getting out of them where they can, uh, because there are certain sales tactics that they some places use when they sell them that um, sometimes are unethical. And mm-hmm. so depending on when and where and how it all happened and what materials and things she might have still um, kind of, you know, showing any of this information, I have heard of people being able to get out of them because some attorneys then can say this was unethical or this was whatever, and then they're able to get out of it. So I, don't, I know Ooh. that's not always the case, right. but we, I can certainly, like I said, I can look for the company and I don't even know if, they're still around. It's been a long time, but I I can try and get that to you, Donna, because that's I know that can be a tough thing if people absolutely are if you're making to, payments on the thing yeah. forever, right? Yeah. So Donna, we'll have our producer Ellie go ahead and get your contact yeah. information. Is that okay? He has it already, so that's wonderful. Thank oh, you. wonderful! Okay. Yeah, we'll follow up with you. Well, thanks for calling, Donna, and we wish her well with that. Yes. That is a complicated one. I mean, talk about, you know, you do hear a lot of the, since we're talking about spooky trends, that mm-hmm. is one of those things where people are like, oh, I spent this money and it seemed like a, a, a in air quotes, we're saying good investment and now I feel like I can't get out of it. But, there's, so a, that's but there's a lot of things that, so if you have some of these financial decisions maybe you've made in the past, mm-hmm. just 
you know, I just sat down with someone recently and they, they had to take out a personal loan. I think it was 33%. Yes. So we talked about ways to make sure that um, that gets paid up in the next couple months. So my point is we've all made decisions. Right. And um, there's no, you know, let's not judge any past decisions. Let's just move forward from here. Right. And whatever that is. Right. And, and that's what we're here again to help financially, maybe help with some retirement planning. You know, that's, we do quite a bit of that. Um, we look at numbers. We help people through retirement. We help people to retirement. So, right. you know, we want to do what we can to help people to feel confident, secure, and uh, have have some confidence in their financial goals. And it's wonderful that you share that as well, because there are probably some people out there that have come to this from a position of shame because they made a decision that they now think was a terrible decision mm-hmm. and that they're going to be judged. When that's not the case, between the two of you and the breadth and depth of your experience, you've probably seen almost everything. And you're like, well, sure. here's how we can unspool that. Or we, you know, yes, we've, it, we've come across this before. So regardless right. of whether you as the individual go, oh, this was really dumb. That's not what you're there to tell no. them. Like, you're right. That was dumb. That's not your, that's not what you do no, at all. No, no, Mm-mm. no, no. I mean, we've, as much as each situation is unique, it is unique. The numbers are all different depending on people's situation, but we've probably seen something similar in the right. past. Not exactly, but you know, similar situations. And we just, our goal is to help guide people and give you the best recommendations and options and things for for where you're at right now to get you on whatever path it is that will get you to your goal the fastest right we're constantly alt right readjusting constantly Mm -hmm. course correcting that's just life because things happen that are unforeseeable yeah and we're not putting we're not um putting a negative spin on on timeshares there's uh, you know i know some people that really enjoy them but some people it's a financial stress for them as well so you know maybe it wasn't a stress but now it is exactly you thought you were going to use it you're in a different position and now you're like oh no i'm paying for this and that and as we just said before there might be a lot of things going on in your particular financial right now with your your makeup where you're like "Ah, i used to have the money to do that maybe we did travel a lot or go to this location a lot and now it's just not something XYZ, that you're able to this do. changed exactly. or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Right. So things can change. Um, and spill, so speaking of changes and different trends, I know we mentioned before the break that 66% of employees said they're scaling back, right? Yes. So it's a little bit more than last year, which was about 62%. Um, the people that did say they were, they said it's due to either inflation or recession concerns. But that means that 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 there's going to be less going towards their long term savings, their 401ks, their emergency fund, short term HSAs, college funds. They're cutting back in general. They didn't say from where exactly. But 78 percent of Gen Z said they were going to be lowering their contributions. Who's Gen Z, mom? Who's Gen Z? I I don't don't know the exact years, but those would be that'd be the youngest right now that are uh, working in the workforce. And so then, 20s, then we're going maybe up, in their twenties, early thirties. So we're going to pull this yeah. up again. Yeah, don't tell us the exact. Oh yeah, ages. we're going to make sure we can pull up. So let's see. Uh, the Gen Z folks are nineteen ninety seven uh, through twenty twelve. So their current ages are eleven through twenty six. So that youngest yeah. one. So some of them aren't even officially right. in the workforce yet. So they're not mm-hmm. saving. They're cutting back. Seventy eight percent of them said they are going to be cutting back. Some of those gen, gen, uh, gen Zs are not even working yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But so then you look at 80% of millennials 
said they are going to be cutting back. Ah, and that is a much bigger number, obviously. because right, those, all those are working. Yes, so that's 1981. Yeah, 1981 through 1996. So their current ages are 27 through 42 is what we're doing. That. So both of my younger sisters are firmly in the millennial bucket. So, yes, understand. And it, yeah. it is tighter out there for them. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. So the, the the youngest end of the spectrum of the working class, 78, 80%. And then we go to Gen X, 58% said mm-hmm. they'll be cutting back to some degree and 40% of boomers. So it is interesting that, and, and maybe it has to do, it could be any number of factors, right? But the people that have the most amount of time, maybe they're not as concerned either. Right. right? Whereas the people that are closer are maybe still saying this is a priority or we're going to make it or we're going to figure out how to do it. I'm making it a priority. Right. Because we do see a lot of people, again, we we say it's not too late. It's never too late to start working on some of this stuff. If you feel like you're way behind, that's okay. There's a lot of times still things you can do. And we do see people where they can make up a lot of ground, even in the the short, if they have a short time frame to retirement. Right. Um, And we even have people that are, that are kind of in those, what you would call retirement years already that still can do a lot that can help benefit you for that much longer of your of your lifetime and your finances. So, um, but that it, it's it's interesting to see kind of the different answer, you know, the the statistics on those groups. Right, right. And I, I appreciate where you're saying that there's re- this is probably the reasoning behind some of the methodology. And so I I mean I always like to look at it from the different lenses and 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 as the Gen Xer in my family, I do like to look and see what my millennial sisters and the way that they do cuz it's surprisingly different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even though we're see you things know, differently. You yes, Isn't and it's interesting, interesting because we yeah. don't that yes, there's an age gap between us, but it doesn't seem that much until we make one of these kind of almost stereotypical generational decisions. And maybe it is different because I had a job when I was 14. They didn't. They didn't have to. It was Mm -hmm. a different reason. But our family is in a much different position by the time that they got to working age. So that part is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting, too, that when you talk about different groups that I, I read this, I think, in a different article, but they talk about how millennials are more conservative as investors than what groups their age typically have been historically, like yes. than the Gen Xers were at that age or than the baby boomers were at their age. Mm-hmm. They're more, and I, maybe it's because they, they lived through at least Correct. a number of, of major corrections, recessions, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. there were some major downturns too in the first 13 years of the two thousands, right? right? Or less. Well, the first eight years we saw. So they got too. to watch. Yeah. yeah. But it took 13 years to get back from 2000 to get back up. So again. I think so they saw us on struggle. They, yeah. They probably, you know, again, like well, mom, like you said, right. As you grow up, the things you hear or the things, you know, from growing up and they might've heard a lot of, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the markets are, it's stressful or whatever the case is. And so that might be, be part of the reason, right, that they well, are seeing their finances that way. It affects what we do today in our decisions that we make today on our finances. So that's why it's good, actually, to work with a financial advisor that you really respect and that you feel comfortable with because uh, that's our expertise. That's our goal is to help, again, just cut through some of the emotions of the investing world and help to make those mm-hmm. solid, solid recommendations, solid direction well, as to what to do and where to go and and almost three out of five employees said that retirement planning help having help with that was one of their top priorities when deciding on where to work right. now, there's a lot of people out there too that are, don't know what to do are confused mm-hmm. don't know who to talk to 
you know, just are kind of in this this fog area in with their finances. And again, sometimes, you know, we offer that initial complimentary consultation. Yes. So there's no commitment. There's no, uh, you know, there's no finances initially to talk about that and just get some information, get some ideas, uh, talk to us and see how you feel comfortable with the information and some of the ideas and strategies that we work with. Right. Well, we have a few more fun statistics to share that aren't too fun. spooky. They're fun. They're more <laughs> right. fun uh, before we're through here today. We would also love to get your voice into the room. You can be part of the show if you call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with Clear Step Financial on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon, always so excited to be able to hang out with my friends from ClearStep Financial and would love for you to go ahead and if you have any questions, you have still some time to get part get into the conversation and be part of the show at 651-641-1071. Yes. So, what do you think were the most common struggles that people reported? Now, I know you guys both know because it's on the on the page yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I put this? it over here I'm not gonna look so, okay 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 I, I think I would, I was just if looking. I didn't look at the number I would say that they would report um, debt and being able to get rid of their debt would be a big struggle that they would have and uh, I'm gonna let you guess before I I'm gonna let you tell me before I look down at my <laughs> notes what percent, again. what percent is yeah. it well so 40% of people said budgeting yes that, that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest struggles that they have and about 38% said setting financial goals mm-hmm. was a struggle for them. So those are, um, those are both. And I, and I, I, we hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think sometimes budgeting there's a negative sounds, connotation yes. with budgeting. We talk about that too, but really if you, it's just a matter of, of, of being intentional, mm-hmm. right. And setting, I think if you start with setting the goals, because if you start with the budgeting, it's not always as motivating because you're thinking, well, why, why do we have to make this tough decision? Yes. If you don't have the why, yeah, budgeting then it's harder f- to do it. Fit and, into a bigger picture. And right? it's but one of those budgeting. things that it seems so difficult to set up. And it's, especially in our day and age where things are so technology based, it's easy and difficult mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, well, I have this coming out and this goes there and, and we it automate so quick. things. Correct. And then you got to figure out where it is. And by the time you figure it out, you're like, oh my gosh, I just spent all this money and I didn't even notice. But now I need to take time to figure out about all the money that I'm spending. Mm-hmm. So it is, it moves really quick for people. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can start with the financial goals and that's something that we help people with. And what are the goals? It could be paying off debt Right. It could be a pot of money in savings. It could be could maximizing be your retiring Roth IRA. by a certain age with yeah. a certain amount. Or maybe you want to retire early. Right. Some people want the option of to retire maybe five years earlier yes. than they thought they could. So if you have a budget and you know where money goes, just think of how you could even uh, have more money go toward a saving bucket to help you to reach those goals that much quicker. Mm-hmm. Or it could be helping other people to a degree, like we talked about. Maybe right. maybe you have a goal to be able to give X amount of dollars someday or do scholarships mm-hmm. or give to churches or whatever. It's whatever yes. is important to you. Um, those those can all be built into a plan. And it can be a very tangible goal either. Mm-hmm. So it's like I told myself, I'm like, if I, next time I have to do a car payment, I want to have the money here. You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing like where it's this or it's that. Or if I if, if I had a car repair, not a payment, a car repair, 
I just want to be able to do it and not go, oh, I got to charge up my credit card. Yeah. So that bucket was important to me, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully I don't have to use it anytime soon. But just <laughs> yeah. knowing that I could do that was very free. Well, it was going, a good yeah, feeling. Yes, it was. Where I'm like, I'm probably okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, if it costs more than that, then that's a new car and this is a good down yeah. payment. Okay, <laughs> there fine. There you go. Right. There you yeah. go. And that that is when you when you set some of those goals and when you get to that point, it can really relieve a lot of stress in Absolutely. people's lives. So that's why I think, you know, going through a process like what we walk people through is a very healthy process to go through and journey to start on because it can help relieve. Even if you start moving in the direction, if you're not there yet, it can be a relief. It's nice to be able like to look year over track. year or month over month that you are making yeah. some headway on whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we want things to be different, we have to make some changes. So then I would say um, 85% of employees also reported that they had some kind of financial issues in their lives. Yes. So we all have been, I think. Most mm-hmm. people, right? Maybe not 100%, but probably 99.9. I feel like most people we talk to, they've had something in their life happen that was unforeseeable or that they they couldn't have had planned for. There, there's no way you could have planned for mm-hmm. it and it happened. And then you just have to deal with it. And so I think the more now, maybe maybe you're in a good place right now, but the more prepared and the more planning people can do, the more prepared they will be for if something unforeseeable happens. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a good way of planning, too, is we talk about different buckets of money. You have money that's liquid, available. Uh, that could even be invested in more of a conservative type of portfolio, right? To have it liquid and available. And then you've got your more midterm, which could be uh, anything from one to five years. You may want, to, I mean, there, there's buckets and uses for that. It could be house, could be all kinds of, you know, maybe even retirement bucket. Um, and then you've got your long-term bucket, which could be 401k, IRA, uh, Roth IRA, all those types of things to invest for the future. So, Good, good things to consider is just to that diverse those diversified buckets to save in potentially all three different areas. Right. right. And we're obviously we're talking in general terms. And I think one of the things that sometimes people don't know is that you can have any type of investment pretty much inside of those different buckets. OK. Um, and and. Sometimes I think people think a Roth means that you're going to get a certain rate of return. Mm-hmm. And and the Roth itself just means it's taxed a certain way. Okay. It just classifies how it's taxed. It has nothing, zero to do with the performance. The performance is what is the Roth invested in? Mm-hmm. Same thing with a 401k. A 401k has nothing to do with performance. It has to do with the tax code. And it just means you can put X amount of dollars in and it 59 and a half is the typical rate. There's certain rules that go with that. Right. But the investment piece that that's where that's where we come in is to say these are some potential good investments that might work well for you based on X, Y, Z. And so some because sometimes we get we'll get general emails from someone saying I have a 401k and I have. Uh, I have a brokerage account and I have this. I just this last week, someone sent a very general email and said, what would you do? What could you do different? Right. Okay. And I can't even answer that. Right. I don't know where you're invested. It would be like going to a mechanic and saying, my car's not working. Can you fix it? And you're like, well, well no let me idea, see what's wrong. Right? First, yeah. we got to look at the dig in a little. Right. We got to do a diagnostic. Right. If you're a mechanic. But that's what we need to do. We need to kind of gather the information and then we can really give people some specific ideas and recommendations. Right. And uh, and I think almost every single time people tell us it's very helpful. It's very 
freeing. It's enlightening. They have more confidence. They are appreciative. They know where to go now. More understanding. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it is important for us to gather that information. Yes, understand. <laughs> we always appreciate people reaching out because people do. So many people have questions. And I think it's great that people are trying to seek out knowledge and seek out that information. But remember, too, we talked about this last week, too. You have uh, you have a lot of news information out there, too, that some of it is fear-based, some of it's spooky and scary, yes. and we yes. don't know what to do with it. Or it might be on the markets, or it might be on uh, recession coming, or whatever it is. Uh, so just know there, and maybe some of it's valid, maybe some of it isn't, but just know that that's again where we come in to help separate some of that so that you can make those financial decisions that are based on your goals, your risk tolerance, um, where you know where you want to be. And it's, but sometimes it's important to really separate those two, right? Mm-hmm. You have to plan for today, but also for the future, for the long term. you got to do kind of a both and right. right at the same time. Well, as so, we're wrapping up, should we remind everybody about your final mm-hmm. webinar of the year? Yep, Women in Investing on, on, on October. November 13th, <laughs> yes. you can go to clearstepfinancial.com slash events. If you do want to set up a complimentary consultation, there's still time between now and the end of year. Some people, we've actually already had people reach out that said, I do want to do it, but after the new year. Okay. So we're, if that's where you're at too, and you don't want to have to remember to reach out to us, let us know. We can put you on our list for the new year, and then we'll initiate the contact after the new year. Um, but otherwise, you're welcome to get in our calendar now, between now and the end of the year. Let's We can get it done before Thanksgiving if you want to, and just be able to enjoy the holidays. Right. But you can go to clearstepfinancial.com slash mytalk or call. You can call. Six, yep, our number is 651-600-0855. Who else? Goes to a website and looks for the phone number. <laughs> Carla does. You do. And I know a lot of people, they do that. You know, I can remember the website, but I'm not. But it is great because, you know, if you're listening to us in the car, it might be easy for you to remember the website and a little more yeah. difficult to to write the phone number down right, right now. Right. So, yeah. And remember when you sign up for the Women in Investing or Women, Men in Investing mm-hmm. uh, to go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com, go to events. But in order to get the link to log in, then you'll need to register. So it's a two-step process. Right. So we also want to remind you, you can always get this episode and previous episodes. If you go to our website, you can go to mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth.